high-profile murder trial in Statesboro ends with the defendant found guilty of a lesser charge. Two Southeast Georgia law enforcement agencies are mourning deaths in their departments, and an 11-year-old child leads police on a high-speed chase through Liberty County. I've got those stories and more in this episode of WTOC's Weekly Wrap, a recap of the week's biggest stories from around the coastal empire and Lowcountry. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace. We, the jury, find the defendant, William Marcus Wilson, guilty of involuntary manslaughter. That's the verdict being read to Mark Wilson on Wednesday, August 31st, found guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Wilson was facing murder and aggravated assault charges in the June 2020 shooting death of 17-year-old Haley Hutchison. During the jury's charge on Tuesday, August 30th, Judge Ronnie Thompson gave jurors the option of lesser charges in his instructions. They included second-degree murder, voluntary and involuntary manslaughter. Ultimately, the jury found Wilson not guilty on the murder charge and five aggravated assault charges, but they did feel he was guilty of involuntary manslaughter. WTOC's Dow Kennedy has followed this case since the very beginning. Here's his report from the Bullock County Courthouse, hours after the verdict was handed down. They found him guilty of a lesser charge, involuntary manslaughter, but found him not guilty on the other charges. That involuntary charge was brought to the table by the uh, attorneys and the judge prior to the jury getting their instructions when they started yesterday. Take a look at some video from a few minutes ago. Everyone gathered just after 1 p.m. as the jury informed Judge Ronnie Thompson that they had reached their verdict after beginning their deliberations yesterday. Wilson faced murder and other charges in the death of Haley Hutchison. The defense attorney said he fired his gun in self-defense at the truck in which she was a backseat passenger. Now, the jury acquitted him of murder and aggravated assault and other charges, but they convicted him on felony involuntary manslaughter, and we heard from the attorneys their thoughts on this outcome just a few minutes ago. The truth in this case is that what Mark Wilson did that night on the bypass was a crime, and this family that we stand here with right now, they've waited a long day for justice on behalf of Haley Hutchison. What happened out on that dark stretch of our Veterans Memorial Bypass was a real tragedy for the Hutchinson family, for the Wilson family. Emotions did boil over after that verdict was read when the judge ordered Wilson back into sheriff's custody at the Bullock County Jail at least until the sentencing hearing coming up in September the 20th. Two law enforcement agencies in Chatham County found themselves mourning the loss of an officer this week. Savannah police officer Reginald Brannon died in a car wreck on the night of Sunday, August 28th. SPD says Officer Brannon was driving home after work around midnight when his car collided with a tractor trailer on Highway 21 in Garden City. Brannon was just 23 years old. Officer Brannon was honored with a memorial procession on Monday, August 29th. Savannah Alderman Dietrich Leggett and Nick Palumbo attended that procession. Here's what they told WTOC that afternoon, beginning with Leggett. It's shocking. Anybody that loses their life in the city under any circumstances is shocking to us. But when it's a officer um, who worked the shift and, and lost his life just that easily, it's, it's heart-wrenching for us. To see, especially an officer at the beginning of his career at 23 years old, to lose his life doing something that we get the chance to do every day, going home. After a job well done, serving his community, uh, and in that final mile to lose his life. It's just really tragic. So the least we could do was be here and pay our respects uh, and certainly be there for the family. 
The Georgia State Patrol is investigating that crash. On Monday, the Chatham County Sheriff's Office announced the sudden death of Corporal Ava Lucas. CCSO says Corporal Lucas passed away unexpectedly after being admitted to the ICU and her death was not work-related. WTOC's Camille Syed has more on Corporal Lucas and the law enforcement family mourning her death. Flowers and pictures of Corporal Ava Lucas sit on her deputy car as she's remembered for this smile and her selfless personality. Always putting a smile on others' faces. One great lady. Honored as Officer of the Month not too long ago in June, Corporal Lucas passed away unexpectedly on Sunday after being admitted to the ICU. Sending us these pictures while in Florida preparing for her funeral, Lucas's sister, Angela Lucas Stills, talked with me on the phone and says Lucas was a giver who loved taking pictures. She says Lucas leaves behind a son who she cherished. Lucas serving Chatham County since 2006. Seven Sheriff John Wilchers says many are mourning her loss. It is a hard one. You know, people who you work with day in and day out, she's been here 15 years. People who work with her are going to miss her. Sheriff Wilchers says one of her proudest moments was being promoted to corporal in 2020. Her main mission, pushing others to be the best they can be. When she came to talk, she never talked about herself. And she always talked about somebody else. How can we push this person forward to be a better officer? How can we make her better? How can we make him better? Lucas's family will be laying her to rest in Lakeland, Florida. Sheriff Wilchers says he, along with Grand Marshals and others who wanted to remember her, will make the drive to pay their respects. She was part of our family. And her car will sit here until next Friday for family, friends, or co-workers to drop off flowers in her remembrance to be delivered to family. Reporting in Chatham County, Camille Syed, WTOC News. There is a memorial for Corporal Lucas in the lobby of the Chatham County Sheriff's Office on Carl Griffin Drive. The public is welcome to leave flowers or mementos of her memory until 5 p.m. on Friday, September 9th. On last week's episode, we told you about the 350 people facing evictions in the Chimney Cove neighborhood of Hilton Head Island. Residents said they found letters taped to their door saying they needed to be out of their homes by September 13th. Now, Hilton Head Island Mayor John McCann has weighed in. The mayor released a statement on Friday, August 26th, saying town leadership continues to take steps to address housing concerns and is monitoring the situation with Chimney Cove. Mayor McCann also thanked several organizations in the community for the help they are already providing residents of the Chimney Cove neighborhood. To read Mayor McCann's full statement, click on this story at WTOC.com. You'll find the link in the description of this podcast episode. Law enforcement in Liberty County found themselves on a high-speed chase on the morning of Wednesday, August 31st. The suspect leading that chase was not who you might expect. Here's WTOC's Jessica Savage with the details. An 11-year-old boy led Liberty County deputies on a high-speed chase this morning. The sheriff's office says it only ended when the boy wrecked the car. The chase started when an ATM was hit at the Cadence Bank. That's on West General Scrivenway in Hinesville. Hinesville police then spotted the car on West Ogathorpe Highway, headed towards Midway. Liberty County deputies say they picked up the chase when speeds reached over 100 miles an hour. Deputies say the chase stopped about three miles down the road. That's after the boy wrecked the car near a Panera Bread in the area of Wallace Martin Drive. Well, police say the child was released to his mother and is being charged with theft by receiving stolen property, fleeing, no seatbelt, and no, and no driver's license. We have more about this story. Just go to our website, WTOC.com. 
Labor Day weekend signals the kickoff of the 2022 college football season, and WTOC Sports is ready for the season as well. Sports director Lindsey Goff and Shay Schrader will be in Atlanta for the season opener between the defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs and Oregon Ducks, with coverage beginning on The News Friday, September 2nd. Stay up to date with all the biggest news for the Dogs, Georgia Southern Eagles, Savannah State Tigers, and more throughout the season on the sports page of WTOC.com. You'll find the link in the description of this podcast episode. You can get the latest news, weather, and sports updates every night on The News and all the time at WTOC.com and on the WTOC app. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.